Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of Chartbusters. My name is Kenny Singh, and I'm here with my co-host, Taran Naidu, Seven Matthew, and our producer, Kevin Singh. Sometimes, people have the career of their dreams, but they still have the urge to rediscover and take uncharted paths to find new ways to be successful. Today, we have a very special guest who has done just that. She's a dynamic entrepreneur who decided to bid adieu to her successful two-decade-long business of banking career to embark upon a new exciting journey into the world of real estate. Please join me in welcoming Miss Yolanda Durant. And as always, we hope you enjoy this podcast. So Ms. Durant, thank you so much for being here today. And we're thrilled to have you on this podcast. Before we dive into your real estate business, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to start this incredible venture? Sure. Hello, everyone. Thank you guys again for having me as your guest today. I'm really excited about the opportunity. Uh, What inspired me to pivot in my career? First and foremost, like most people, uh, COVID gave us an opportunity to start thinking about areas of life that were most important to us, rather that's family, friends, traveling, whatever that might be, and even career. Uh, There was a lot of pivoting in the career Uh, space at that time, just because I think we all had that time to really think through what it is that's most important and what it is that we love about what we currently do and what are those adventurous things that we've always wanted to do and just didn't do it. So one of those things for me was real estate. Uh, As you kind of introduced in the beginning, uh, you talked about how it's been a years-long journey for me in the financial space. A part of that space was real estate. So I was never a stranger to real estate. I was just on the other side of it where I was doing more financing of real estate. I started in the business, like you said, years ago uh, in the commercial real estate space. However, I truly got my first stab at it on the consumer side. I started in banking back in the late 90s and uh, worked through consumer financing and worked my way up to corporate finance, ultimately. And so I know, like, through our research that you work with the Jan Ritchie team for Realty. What kind of made you want to work with that team? Like, what were the things that kind of drew you to working with them? The things that drew me to the team specifically was the reputation and brand of the Jan Ritchie team. More importantly, the leader herself, Jan Ritchie, has been in the business for more than 40 years. Uh, I am used to working more in a established, if you will, uh, structured environment. Uh, I'm used to a goal-oriented environment, and I'm used to working at a level where I get to work with a specific clientele. So all of those things were very attractive to me, uh, pivoting into the real estate space to become an independent agent. Uh, I started thinking through becoming an independent agent back in 2017 and started to dabble in the studies of real estate, but I never took it full-fledged because I was a full-time commercial executive. So for me, it allowed me to pivot into it slowly. And so that's how I ended up ultimately deciding during COVID. Yeah. And with like the specific clientele, is there a specific type of properties that you look out and try to sell? 
Uh, we specifically focus in the luxury space. A million and up is where we focus for the most part, but that doesn't mean we won't work with others below that price point, but that is our target audience. And then another thing is when you left your banking job and decided to join like the realtor business, like on the first day, what were your emotions? Like what was going through your head when you first started? And like how was the transition from becoming a realtor and leaving your full-time job like? Honestly, I was a little nervous, but I definitely was solid on my decision. Uh, because I am a Christian, uh, I was confident that God and I had already had this conversation and that he had my back on this, and I trust him, and I just leaned in and handed it over to God and allowed him to just direct my path in this whole newfound real estate journey on this side of the transaction where I'm, you know, both selling and leasing and things like that, but I had that financing background. So I felt pretty solid coming into this space because I knew that one of the things that could differentiate me as a realtor is my ability to offer that knowledge on the financing side as well as on the selling and leasing side. Yeah. So like with the skills that you just talked about that you took from your corporate jobs, were there any other things that you had to work on when you came into realty that you didn't really have to use when you were working corporate? I think working as an entrepreneur of any kind is going to take a certain discipline, a certain uh, structure, a certain push, uh, because you don't have to punch a clock, if you will. You can pretty much chart your own path, your schedule, things like that. Uh, However, you have to understand you are your own breadwinner at this point. Um, meaning on the career side of it, um, that you're your own breadwinner. You're not getting a paycheck. Uh, And so you get that paycheck, but you get to create what that paycheck looks like. So depending on how hard you work or lack thereof is what you're going to get out of it. So I wanted to make sure that all of the same fundamental foundational things that I've always had because I've had such success in my career over the last 30 years, that I continue with those same disciplines going into this so that I could have the same kind of successful results. So going off on that, for someone who's trying to follow the same path as you, what are some like necessary qualities in order to be successful like during on this path? Uh, you definitely, first and foremost, like I said, have to be disciplined. Uh, you have to create structure around your day. Uh, you have to continue to create a goal for yourself, uh, kind of know what you want, where you want to go, where you want to take this, uh, just like you do with your job. Assess yourself, you know, on a regular basis to kind of see where things are and where you need to adjust or recalibrate, if you will. Uh, and just love what you do. I mean, you have to love what you do no matter what, because if you don't love what you do, it's hard to get out of bed, right? Uh, so for me, I've always loved real estate. Even when I was a banker and in finance, that was always one of the most exciting components of what I did. Uh, There were others, but first and foremost, real estate was my first love for what I did in the business. So for me to pivot into this, it was a natural transition for me to go into real estate. And to become a like certified realtor, did you guys have to take any courses or something? Absolutely, absolutely. So I definitely had to take courses. 
Uh, however, the coursework is yours to own, how fast you complete it. Uh, you, it, it. It does take a certain amount of weeks, but you can complete it at a faster pace if you do it online. I actually started online, but when I got excited and knew that this was something I wanted to finish, I decided to go into the classroom. And I actually was able to go to one of the better schools here in the Texas area, which is Champion School of Realty in Plano. So uh, I love the structure, the instructors, uh, the resources that you had available. And then, of course, most first and foremost, the collaboration that you establish when you are in those classroom settings. So you build a lot of rapport with the instructors and others that are on the same path that you're on. So you create friends for life because you guys are going through it together. Right, yeah. So you stay in touch with each other, you study together, and you you know kind of tackle the real estate world together. Yeah, I think those connections are really important. And is there anyone that you met like while at the Champions Realty School that you still keep in touch with or even work with? Absolutely. Absolutely. There are several people that I met during my time frame of attending school there that I stay in touch with. And one of them was actually excited about the fact that I came out a little bit sooner than they did and had a chance to kind of get my feet wet with real estate and shared some of the thoughts and ideas and, you know, experiences. And she ended up joining the same firm that I did. If you haven't already, like, have you ever thought of like starting your own realtor kind of course to help others? In the back of my mind, but one thing at a time, uh, you know, right now is just exciting for me to be on this new journey. I'm, you know, loving every moment of it right now. And I think that it's going to be a good long-term career for me. I'm super excited about it. And the beauty is I've been able to reach out to my spheres and my centers of influence, friends and family that have been there on this journey with me for my career forever. So they've been very supportive. I've gotten lots of support, referrals, connections. All of the things that I was hoping to gain by transitioning is happening. So I'm so happy for that. Yeah. And with Realty being your first love, like you said, how has being able to be a realtor like helped you grow as a person and kind of just like made you like feel happier or other like positive emotions? The biggest emotion for me and the biggest reason I've always loved real estate is because it allows me to be able to make others' dreams come true as well. Uh, when I see the faces of the families that are first-time home buyers or finding the home of their dreams, it does my heart really good to see people extremely happy because this is one of the largest purchases people are ever going to make. So to be a part of that decision is super exciting for me. So that's, you know, the heartfelt moment for me in this business is just being a part of that with those clients. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I know we just talked about like how right before the interview you make candles. So what are some of the things, other things that you've done to diversify your like, um, like sources of income and other businesses besides just realty itself? Yes. Yeah, so also during COVID, um, I've always loved candles and I started and curated my own home essentials brand called House of Lux. And uh, that has been successful. We just reached our one year mark and 
We're reinventing the website and we're adding new products. But uh, I've always loved candles. So, it, you know, again, COVID allowed me to spur another idea, dream, excitement that I always wanted to do. So I decided to step out and make that happen as well. So it's going very well. Um, that's another piece, but that was prior to real estate. So I've always had my notary during my career uh, in banking, and I decided to keep that. So I, I also have that as a resource as well. So let's say five to 10 years from now, I, like you just talked about, you have candles. Do you think you're going to release any more? Oh, absolutely. This year we're releasing six new fragrances, and they're premium essential oil, soy-based candles in a repurposable jar. So, uh, you know, very eco-friendly, uh, perfect for those that want to, you know, leverage the packaging in another way and be resourceful with it. So you can actually take and plant something in it, use it for makeup brushes, whatever you want. But it's a really nice, quality, luxurious candle line, along with a bunch of other products that are available for you to purchase to accent your home accent your candle display, you know, things like that. So all the things that, you know, people love to use to leverage and give their home that luxury feel inside. Yeah. And so throughout all, all your businesses, obviously there's been a lot of success, but almost every business has disadvantages. So what kind of risks did you have to take to start any of your businesses? Uh, risk, just the risk of stepping out with something new not knowing what the end result would be. Uh, but hey, life is about taking risk. And so for me, I've always been sort of a risk taker. If my mom was here, she'd say I'm not surprised. Um, I'm just one of those uh, that have always taken a bit of a risk. Uh, but I tell people all the time, if I'm going to bet on somebody, I'll bet on me all day long. So uh, I don't mind taking that risk with myself. Um, not that I haven't taken it with others, but yeah, I don't mind doing it for myself. And while you were going through the process, you know, kind of building these businesses up, were there any times that you ever felt like a sense of doubt? And if you did, how did you overcome it? Uh, I wouldn't say a sense of doubt. I would say there are times in this business and other businesses that I've established uh, with myself or my husband. Uh, there's always times where you have to reinvent yourself or recalibrate, depending on how things are going. Where do you adjust? How do you, you know, fine tune what the original plan is? But I mean, everything that we do in life pretty much calls for that for the most part. Even when I was working in corporate, there are times when things were working really well and sometimes things would go dormant. How do you recalibrate and reinvent and rejigger that particular process to get the results out that you want from it? So just always being open to change and you know, revisiting the original plan. Yeah. And so, yeah, kind of just keeping up with like reinventing yourself. So with the candle business, was that something you guys wanted to do with like the like eco-friendly packaging? Did you guys want it to be in a way that it kind of helped you stand out from other like other candle making businesses while also, you know, like um, making it more accessible for everyone who wants to help the environment? Uh all of those things, pretty much. Uh, we wanted to make it accessible. Uh, we price pointed it. Even though we are a luxury line, we did not price like a extreme luxury client base uh, because we want to reach a different audience. Um, there are others that are out there that our product compete uh, that we competed with uh, on the pricing, um, but 
because of the quality of our product, we were able to adjust our pricing so that we can meet more clients that would be able to afford our product. Right, and as for motivation, um, it's hard for people to stay motivated, especially when first starting out their businesses, because you're obviously, it takes a while to break free, depending on like whatever you do. So how, what kind of advice would you give to people who are like struggling and want to give up? Uh, just give it some time. Uh, look for all of the different resources. Uh, find ways to, like I said, reinvent to, you know, refine what it is that you originally set out to do. Um, look to see if there's grants available for small businesses. There's a lot of grant programs out there for small businesses. And sometimes you can partner up with larger businesses and organizations that would allow you to kind of get that push out the door. Uh, we were able to do that with House of Lux. Uh, we partnered up with Spectrum TV, who uh, in the very early stages of the company, we applied for a grant and we were awarded a grant uh, for $15,000. And we were able to get a spotlight on the uh, television circuit for ads. So all of that helped us tremendously and at no cost but some time uh, putting that you know, grant together. It was very simple, a few pages, but we got $15,000 of advertisement out of it, which in turn helped to boost our exposure and our opportunity of client base. Yeah, I think a big part is knowing like what resources are available to you and how to use them. And just kind of as like a thing to end off on, is there any story or family that really like stuck out to you while you were working in realty, like a family that you helped find a home or like particular property you were working on? There's a couple of families. I had two recent uh, families that, you know, this was their first home. Uh, rather, it was, you know, because they've rented for a long time and finally decided that this was what they wanted to do or it was a life goal. Uh, that they wanted to accomplish home ownership by a certain time. And again, to have that pre-screen conversation with your clients and understand what their motivations are and to be able to help them to get motivated around that and accomplish it, that is very rewarding. That is the part that I love about this business is that we're able to really truly be a part of the process. And I've always said with all my clients that I've worked with in the past and now, it's not about the transaction, it's about the experience. So I wanna make it a great experience for my clients. So I really go to great lengths to make sure that they have a great experience with me. Yeah, I think that was that's really well spoken, like honestly. And I think that's a great that's a great words to leave off on. And once again, we would like to thank you for listening to another episode of Chartbusters. My name is Teron Naidu. Our co my co-hosts are Seven Matthew and Kenny Singh. And once again, thank you to Kevin for working very hard behind the microphone. And once again, thank you to you, Mr. Ant, for having a great interview. This was really great, and it really gave me a lot of insight into how the realty world works and just what it's like to start something new after you've been established somewhere. Awesome. Thank you, guys. This was yeah. fun. I appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.